Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Did you know that the character of Kate Sharma, the fiery protagonist of Bridgerton Season 2, is actually inspired by a real-life person? An expert horse rider, swordswoman, and spear wielder. You are in luck because today we are exploring the full story. I'm Sarah Wendell. I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring a love story to your ears every single day. Alicia, we have we have a cool compliment. Ooh, I love compliments. Who doesn't love compliments? I'm so excited. Abby just found this shout out for us. Shannon Squire Designs on Instagram mentioned that she has been binging our show. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. 
Shannon Squire Designs is also running a very cool program. They are running the yearly socks and hats on vacay event where basically you make socks and or hats using Shannon's patterns and send in the pictures. So if you want to check this out, if you are a knitter, and I know many of you are, Mm -hmm. you can check out Shannon SQ and at Knitted Wit on Instagram. Thank you for listening to the show. Hello. Yeah, hi. I would love to see more pictures of the knitting, but I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you're listening to podcasts or audiobooks, what do you like to do? When I'm listening to anything, I'm usually driving because I'm not good at like auditory processing. So I, if I can't read it, like I can't do audiobooks. So the only time I really uh, listen to podcasts or I'll like listen to pop master classes too because I love master class. So I'll, I'll listen Ooh, to that I while ask we're. You about that. Yeah, it's great. I love it. So I'll listen to that while we're driving. And, and so you listen to Masterclass while you're driving? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can listen. To, you can do an audio only version of my Masterclass, like any Masterclass. You can basically do audio only. And sometimes it'll say like when you click on audio only, it's like this would really be better if you did it as a video. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <I'll put it laughs> audio only. So I, I've listened to a lot of Masterclasses just in like plug my phone in and listen to it as I drive. Wow. What are your favorite masterclasses? Because I have been thinking about joining. Oh, yeah. Um, I I really I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Judd Apatow movies, but I really enjoyed his masterclass about comedic writing, which was oh. very weird. Um, relevant to your interests. Yeah. Relevant to my interests. Uh, I really like Issa Rae's masterclass also on writing. Our producer, Abby, says Tan France's masterclass changed her life, but I haven't I haven't seen that one yet. That's the one about style, right? About choosing your personal style. I think that's the one about style. I might, I'll might i watch that. Yeah, I'll watch that one. And and Kai loves Gordon Ramsay's masterclass, like loves it and has made, I think, three or four dishes from from his masterclass. What about you? What do you do when you're listening? When I am listening to a podcast or an audiobook, first of all, I feel like I should apologize to all the audio narrators out there. And I'm learning how to narrate audiobooks now. So I extra have to apologize. I speed everything up. I speed everything up to 1.4, 1.5. Yeah, you do. You do watch things really quick. And I'm always I do. amazed. <laughs> I, I cannot process things at normal speed. Uh, yeah. My brain is like, okay, I'm bored. What about yeah. that? My brain just flan wanders away. So I crank up the speed to about 1.4, 1.5. There are some podcasts that I listen to because the speaker is so very specific in their enunciation. I crank that up to like two point speed. And Mm. I consume a lot faster that way, I will say. But what usually what I am doing when I've sped them up, I am either playing a game on my phone, I'm quilting, I'm cross stitching or I'm gardening. I'm doing all of the leisure activities. And I think of it as I have something to do with my hands and I have something to do with the Jack Russell part of my brain, Mm. the part of my brain that gets really distracted. Like, I'm bored. Let's do something else. I'm bored. Let's do something else. This is annoying. You need a drink. That was a bug. It calms that distracted part of my brain. It gives that part of my brain something to focus on while I do something with my hands that's a little bit more monotonous or specific, especially quilting, because quilting Mm -hmm. is just like so a straight line. So another straight line. Cut some things. Well, we have a story for you to listen to while you do all the things. Let's talk about Baizabai, the badass Indian queen who, according to the showrunner Chris Van Dusen of Bridgerton, was the inspiration for Kate Sharma. Now, I 
have not watched Bridgerton season two. And I do vaguely know of this story before this. And I honestly do not know what the inspiration part was. I cannot tell. And I'm not sure other than uh, I believe she is uh, like an amalgamation of different cultures in India. Like, I think she's supposed to be Marathi, but I, I, I think she's also like, I don't know. She uses a lot of different words. It's It's been a confusion for a lot of people. You mean Kate, the character of Kate. Yeah, Kate. Yeah. Kate character. Yes, Kate the character. Baizabai is a Maratha queen. So she is, you know, and, and I think Kate is supposed to be, but also uh, uses language that's like uh, South Indian. Sometimes she uses uh, words that are not Marathi. Like she calls her little sister calls her Didi, which is a Marathi word. Yes, that's the word for sister. But then she calls her father something else, which is not what we would call our father. So it's a little bit I, I, I do feel like Bridgerton does take a lot of characters as an amalgamation of cultures. Yeah. So I wonder if that was purposeful. I don't I don't think it was malicious or like because they didn't know. I I wonder if that was yeah. on purpose. But I genuinely have no idea what the inspiration is. Maybe if you listen to the story, you can tell us what the inspiration yes. part. Tell me all about Baisabai. So Baisabai was the Maratha queen of Gwalior, which I have not been to, and I might be mispronouncing that, so I apologize. And she was an incredible horse rider, swordswoman, and spear wielder in the early 19th century. Maybe that's where they got her prowess with Paul Mall. Oh, maybe. Is that what it that's is? It. Okay. Maybe. That's a guess. <laughs> that's a guess. Spear wielding? Okay. Okay. So- Mallet. Spear. There is some evidence that she obtained her throne through combat. It's been documented that she and her husband fought as a pair, and she outwitted multiple foes using optimal mercenary and martial maneuvering. Heck yeah. She was, as customary at the time, one of the many wives of her husband. When she was 14 years old, they got married. So, but that was, you know, it was the 1800s. So that's not great, but it was common at the time. He often sought her wise counsel, despite her age, and she was responsible for overturning multiple laws that were unjust. Now, I actually, I I always question when words like unjust and things were used because we don't really know everything. Unfortunately, there aren't a lot of non-colonial sources about Baizabai that are readily available. So I don't, we don't actually know what her story is. We just know what was written. And as you know, what is written is often what victors want you to believe. So Upon his death in 1827, her husband's death, she ascended to the throne in his place. Oh. She was anti-British, extremely anti-British. Her husband was not. Her husband welcomed them with open arms. She tried to resist them when they colonized her kingdom. And she tried to persuade her husband to resist him when he was alive. But he was not a, a part of that. And he eventually acceded to the British demands. When he did accede, she left him, saying he was a coward and did not love their kingdom as she did. We'll be back after this short break. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, 
fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. After her husband and their kingdom was defeated in the Second Anglo-Maratha War, her husband signed a treaty with the East India Trading Company that effectively removed his governing role. And Baiza, Baiza Bai, received an annual payment of 200,000 rupees, which, you know, it was a pretty big deal in that time. Pretty big deal now. Pretty big deal. Really big deal in that time. But it was up to her husband to determine how that was spent. Ooh. Despite him having the power to put the money out, she was the one who invested in their country's own trade systems in order to keep commerce within their nation and keep their economy flowing. 
Her efforts turned her into a banker in her own right, as she was heavily involved in a number of trade agreements, money lending, and bills of exchange. She becomes the head of two banking firms, and then the English sees her firms because she's getting a little too successful. The devil you say. I am shocked. Yeah. And so they, she, she just, she was just a good banker. And so they took it over. And she was also hugely influential in ending female infanticide in her nation, which was a method of population control at the time. She was a philanthropic supporter of the arts and sites of worship in her country. And I will know as far as there is a story of her riding into war with an infant in her arms. And I don't know how true that story is and how much is legend. But quite possible. I mean, you had to do a lot of things at the time, so maybe she just wrote in. And she eventually gets deposed off the throne through a variety of entangled strategic attacks, both by the British and the East India Trading Company. But she's so effective at running the country and helping their trade that the press covering this trading deal in England is like, don't fire her. She's the best queen and she's not even our queen. (laughs) But the East India Trading Company is now in charge, and they put her son on the throne as a puppet ruler. And she's kind of exiled out of the picture. And she did leave her queendom with a comfy pension, and she enjoyed a late-in-life friendship with a British woman writer who was in, in the country at the time. And her name was Fanny Parks, and she was a Welsh travel writer. Well, she's Welsh. She's probably not crazy about the British either. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So maybe they bonded over that. I'm sure they talked a lot of smack. (laughs) You know that they sat out under a tree and were like, no, no, no. Let me tell you my, the British are terrible story. No, 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 no. I'll tell you my story. That is exactly, exactly what happens because the women bonded over horsemanship. When Baizabai was talking to her, she mocked the English style of side saddle riding. (laughs) And she challenged Parks to ride in her way, which was a stride. So, of course, Maratha, the style of our sari draping, and it was purposefully done for this reason. We have a longer sari. It's a nine yard sari and it is uh, called a nowari. And you drape it in a way where it's like pants instead of a skirt and the reason that was yeah and the reason like it's like it's called a dhoti basically which is like a loose pant and so you drape the fabric like that and so the reason that was done was so in the days where women had to fight alongside their husbands they could ride a horse comfortably into war or they could go squat in the fields or they could work they could work alongside their husbands basically so they they wore they wore it as a pant instead of a skirt and so is this the style of sari that you often wear no, I've never worn one because I was always I always thought that it looked so complicated. My mother always had to wear one because her grandfather was very uh, old fashioned and very conservative. And his whole thing was that the nowari is like the height of modesty for a woman, oh. because sometimes usually when you wear it, it's longer and it covers up more, but also very, very contrary to sort of Western belief that a skirt is more modest than pants. He felt like they he felt that the pants were the height of like class and modesty for a woman. And so my mom and her sisters used to sneak out of the house with the shorter sari in their back. <laughs> like the five yard sari, which is like the normal sari that, that you know, like or the mother traditional sari. And they would yeah. go ch- they would go to their friends' houses and change into the more scandalous. And let's be real. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. A sari with pants made of nine yards of fabric. Yeah, it's a lot of fabric. It's a lot. That's of fabric. a lot of that yeah. was a lot. 
Yeah. And it's not even that they're made of pants. It, it's like you drape it as pants. So it's like right. just a very complicated style of draping. And it would cover like the the wrap would basically like it would come around and cover both your shoulders. And that's what he yeah. liked about it. So. Oh. So, yeah, it is. a. I, I'll wear one in my wedding because I think that that would be nice. But I I've never worn one normally. It just looks so complicated. <laughs> but it is comfortable. I've heard after your wedding is your mom going to be like, all right, let's go next door and change. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that was I said to her, I was like, oh, I really want to know why he's already for my wedding. And she said, why? Because <laughs> she was forced to wear one. And she she was just like, why would you want this thing that my grandfather used to make us wear when you could have whatever you want? And I was like, no, because it's tradition and it's it's our people and, you know, it's our culture. And she was like, OK, fine. <laughs> and she'll probably like she could probably drape it in her sleep. So I'm not worried about that. She'll do the draping and everything. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but that's that's one of the reasons why, because it's it's easier to ride. And that's probably why she was able to ride into a battle with an infant in her arms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool story. I, re- I really like I would love it if um if any historians who are very familiar with this story that in a way that, you know, is not maybe told through a colonial lens, which is all kind of I had to go off and all our researchers really had. If they want to come and talk about this story, I would love to hear it. Sure. This is my open this is my open invitation to all historians to come tell us all stories, by the way. <laughs> tell us all the things, please. We love all the stories. Sarah, what is your love to go for this very cool episode? In addition to the fact that nine yards of fabric is a lot of fabric. <laughs> it is a lot of fabric. That's a lot of fabric. I mean, imagine going outside and walking around nine yards of fabric. That's a lot of fabric. But but draped comfortably. <laughs> draped comfortably, absolutely. But, but so a lot goodness, of fabric. Yeah. It's a lot of fabric. Yeah. I think that every culture has its queens and its heroines. Mm. And there are so many more stories like this to discover. Yeah. So I love that we want more historians to come and tell us things. Yeah. And sometimes the romance, you know, isn't the romance between two people. It's the romance between a person and their country or the person in their kingdom and the people that they are in charge of. So that's nice. And we would love, I mean, as I said, if you're a historian or if you know a lot about a particular topic or a particular couple, please, please, please send us an email. We'd love to hear it at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily, especially Instagram. We have a ton of extra content. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. And we wish you a very comfortable happily ever after. Okay, let me toss that to you. Uh, Bless you. Bless you again. Bless you a third time. Puddin. 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 Get out of the closet. (laughs) She used to come hide in this closet. I mean, we did clean it really well, but still. Yeah. All right. Yeah.